0: Hey, hey, welcome to episode 255 of Keeping Up with the King. This is the Run of the Mills podcast, the one we call the Daily Run, and we are going through the book of Matthew, and we are in Matthew chapter 26, and we are in that final night um, before Jesus is crucified. This is the night of his betrayal, the night of what we call the Last Supper, uh, and his prayer in the Garden uh, of Gethsemane. and that's where we are right now. We are in the garden of Gethsemane and Jesus has just informed his disciples that they would um, all deny him and be scattered. And so verse 36 is where we're picking up. And it says this, then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to his disciples, sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him, Peter and to the two sons of Zebedee, And he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. All right, so he gets, he's in the garden and he tells his disciples, hey, sit here, I'm going to go over there. And he takes with them Peter and James and John, who are the sons of Zebedee. He says, then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will. But, as you will, so this is a prayer that Jesus is gonna pray three times, and there's there's some great lessons in that, um, one of those being that it's not wrong to pray for the same thing more than once. sometimes people think that that shows a lack of faith to ask for something more than once. you know uh, they uh, and I've heard people say this like well, if you pray for healing a second time, that means you didn't you don't believe it happened the first time. Which I think you probably would know, like, you know, for example, you have a back pain and you pray, God, please heal my back. And you know, three days later, your back's still hurting. And so you go, oh, God, please heal my back. And three days later, your back's still hurting, so you pray, oh, Lord, please heal my back. It's not a lack of faith saying, my back is not feeling better yet, so please heal it. It's not like God's saying, oh, sorry, uh, I healed that, you, uh, but you asked again, so... That showed a lack of faith. That the first time was healed, so you're you're out of out of luck. No, no, that's ridiculous. Um, you see the example of Jesus. He's praying the same thing three times. Now, what he prays, I think, is incredibly important. And there's all sorts of ideas about why he prays this and why he says the things he says and why they're why certain things were recorded. And and I'm of the impression, and I'm I may be wrong here. So well, let me just say this as well i may be wrong about pretty much everything uh, so hey double check this stuff you know if you hear if you hear me say something like you know what, i don't think that's right well double check it look at triple check it read the bible uh, you know go back read bible commentaries find uh, find what other people say about the topic and you may find hey, hey there's a lot of different views about this or you may find that there's um two views on it and they both have value or who knows so anyway I have this belief that a lot of the things that Jesus says at this point are for those who are listening, that they are for us to to learn from, for us to hear, and not just for us, but for those who are present to hear as well. And so uh, I think that that's an, an important thing to keep in mind because, you know, Jesus says, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Now, when he's talking about the cup passed from him, it, what this appears to be, he appears to be speaking about is the the uh, coming crucifixion and Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, the wrath of the Father for the sins of the world being poured out upon Him. And so, this is what he is dreading, right? Um, taking on the sins of the world and. So he says, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. So what do we take from this? Well, he's saying, God, if there's any other way that this can be done, let it pass. Let it pass from me that, you know, nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And so he's saying, look, if there's any other way, I would really prefer not to have this happen. (laughs) You know, Um, and, and there's all kinds of ideas about this. You know, is this Jesus speaking in his humanity? Is it, you know, know, saying in my, in my humanity, I don't want, I don't want to experience this. Or is he speaking in his divinity? You know, in his divinity, I, and I don't know. I don't, you know, I think that we can get in a lot of trouble. We start splitting hairs like that and uh, trying to decide was Jesus, you know, he was a man of two natures, divine and human. Did those two have conversations? No, I, I think that's silly. But anyway, I think what's important here is this. He praised us three times, which I think is a lesson to us. And But also, I think he knows the answer before he prays it. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. You know, not my will be done, but your will be done. And again, this is one of those things that it's strange to me, but I've heard people, and maybe you have too, or maybe in the the church tradition you come from, you've heard people say this, that you shouldn't pray, thy will be done to God. You should be saying, no, God, th- my will be done. We, we come to him boldly, you know, bo- come boldly to the throne of grace, the Bible says, you know, so we should come to him boldly saying, God, this is what I want. This is, and and, and it, usually that's the case in more of the name it and claim it churches. You have to claim that thing. You you know, I, I was at a church meeting one time and the guy said, you know, I was there and I I prayed for a car. And while I was praying, I felt like, you know, I should pray for, be specific, you know, be specific in what I want. So I prayed for, you know, whatever it was, you know, at the time, 1997 blue Toyota Corolla or whatever. I don't remember what it was, it was a long time ago. But But he said that the next day someone came to him and offered him a car. Someone came to him and said, hey, I heard about your car breaking down. I have this car that you can have. And he goes, you know, I went out there and, or I asked him or whatever it was, it ends up the car was not the 97 Toyota Corolla or whatever, but it was a white Honda, 19, you know, 1990 white Honda or something. Anyway, and he said, you know, I realized that that's not what I prayed for. And so... I told the guy, no, you know, and I was sitting there going like, wait a minute. You, you need a car. You pray for a ga- car. The next day someone offers you a car, but it's not the car you want. So you turn it down. Now, I I if God told you, like, I'm going to give you a blue Toyota Corolla 1997. Well, that might be a different story, but. Again, in that tradition that that person was coming from, uh, from their, their church tradition was like, you don't say thy will be done, Lord. You, it's my will be done. Now that's very contrary to what Jesus is doing. And so I, I, I figure it's always safer to kind of go with the Jesus model, right? The Jesus model where he says, this is my desire, but God, if it's if it's not your desire, then your will be done. And And honestly, I don't know if I pray this every time I pray, in fact, I know I don't pray this every time I pray, but I think my attitude is always this. I don't think I ever come to God with the attitude of God, you you better do my you better do it my way. Because I've I'm old enough now that I can look back and see a lot of the prayers that I prayed that I'm so glad that God didn't do it my way. Because my way was so lame. And also when you understand the Lord you also understand this, that his way is always better. His way is always better than your way because he knows more than you know. He is not being influenced by your sinful flesh. He is not short-sighted. He knows the end from the beginning. And so, you know what? If I pray something, I'm always praying with the attitude of God, you know better. You know better. And if you don't answer my prayer, that's okay because if you don't want me to have it, then I don't want it. If it's not a good thing that I'm asking for, don't give it to me. Because I trust you Lord that your way is best. Even in these situations like this, where this is a I couldn't imagine the pressure that Jesus is under. You know, we're talking about him, you know, him sweating like, you know, drips of, you know, drops of blood. So that's some serious stress. That makes like you know your uh, your indigestion and heartburn from your stress um, seem like a very small thing, but I think it's a great day when we can when we can get to that point, and my, my hope is that you'll get to that point as well where where you're not demanding your way with God, that you can come to him boldly, that you're not fearful to ask for things, that when you feel a need, when you see a need or you recognize a need, you can pray for that need. And that you're not fearful to come to God and say, God, I know you can do exceedingly abundantly all of I hope for and imagined. this is my need. And God might say, yeah, I can do way better than that. Sometimes God answers your prayer exactly how you prayed it. Sometimes that happens. And sometimes, you know, God says, no, um, God answers every prayer, you know. So uh, he may not answer them the way you think. But, you know, the best way is always his way. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with following the Jesus model and always ending with not as I will, but as you will. And just having that as your attitude in your prayer of God, I, you know, I'm praying this in your name, according to your will, according to who you are. I don't, if it's not good, if it's not helpful, if it's not going to bring me closer to you, if this will draw you away, I don't want it. You know, people that pray for things like, oh God, you know, I just wish I could win the you know, help me to win the lottery. You know, well, what if you won the lottery and then you trusted in your money and it destroyed your walk with the Lord? You know, it's like you're praying, God, give me the thing that's going to destroy me. You know, uh, no, thank you. You know, God, don't answer that prayer. God, don't give me that which would destroy me. Amen. Talk to you next time.